Ladies and gentlemen, dorks and dweebs, nerds of all ages, GeekPod Network Productions is proud to bring to you the most electrifying middle-aged guys in Syracuse, the Dr. Hugh Allen, the pod whore, Paul Showens. Alone, they are single geek beacons in a dark cop drama world. But when the mics go hot, they are GeekPod. And we are back live from Syracon in uh, Liverpool at the Holiday Inn, and we are sitting down with my top interview of the last two years, uh, J.G. Hertzberg, or Herr Hertzberg, as he I- insisted that I call him. How are you doing today, Herr Hertzberg? What, what did he insist to be he, called? You told me to call you Herr Hertzler. Herr Hertzler, all right. As I call him, call him Herr Hertzler is here. Uh, so, where shall we begin? Well, Angela Merkel is a good leader. Talk to me about your mother. <laughs> she's not my mother. She's very good looking, but she's not my mother. <laughs> what have you been into? Give her a shoulder massage. Bush got one, you know. <laughs> and I'm done. I think he's leading the show. Yes. Which, which is perfect. Um, Sorry. Yeah. How have you been? What have you been up to? Is that good? Is that good? Yeah. What have I been up to besides... Besides, um, I tell you what I have been up to, and this is just between you and me. Um, I have been working on, I'm planning on running for Congress in 2018. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, As a German candidate, (laughs) (laughs) I would go to the German vote. Uh, in my district is District 23. I don't know what it is, but um, I'll be going to, yes, I'm running for Congress. Maybe, maybe not. I, I have to decide. Now, is this what you, uh, when you emailed me, you said there was something you couldn't, stuff you couldn't talk about? Yeah, that's what I couldn't talk about. I can't say it. So let's uh, just strike that from my interview. I, I never said that. I don't know who this, I've never seen this man before in my life, officer. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, no, but seriously, what I've been up to. My daughter is graduating from high school in about three months. And this year has been almost totally filled with getting her applications to college. Oh. And her, she applied for to 14 different colleges. Her first choice was Vassar. And she... Um, was accepted and given a really good financial package and uh, so I don't know I have to come up with the rest of the money I don't know where I'm gonna have that if, if, if we can sell this as a CD uh, I want 10% um, I'll sing some songs let me see I'll sing some Klingon drinking songs uh, the Warriors Anthem you guys sing along with me I don't know if I know the words no one knows the words. We sing it when they are very drunk. <laughs> 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 well, then, right. yeah, if you're saying let's all go drinking, I'm in. Right, yeah. Of 
That's the Klingon Warriors anthem, and afterwards we pass out. Um, but that was uh, that was I first learned that for the for a CD-ROM called Klingon back in the CD-ROM days. Was that uh, like a, a Klingon language, or was it the game? Because it was a game too. It was a game. It okay. was Klingon. It was just yep. it wasn't a Klingon language. It was Klingon, and uh, the player was the was Pak, I think. Um, and it was his perspective, you know, and, and they were like, when you record these things for games, you record at least three potential results to every event. And, uh, Positive and negative and uh, Yeah, three, three different readings that some... I think I remember that. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, I basically just record my reaction. Well, actually, I do, I've done a lot of games now. And you record your reactions to things, Good show, good show. <laughs> Cheers, man. Woody, who'd have thought Harold, Woody Harrelson would become the big star from that show? <laughs> Insistent, inept, slight, like somewhat, you know, slow bartender would become the big star. And who doesn't like him? I love Woody. Um, what was I saying? Was that? Uh, you're talking about recording three potential oh, yeah. responses. And, you know, like Bioshock, Bioshock 1 and Bioshock 2. That was, mainly I was just screaming for about an hour. No, two hours. And everything was like, I'll back away, watch this Mr. Uh, board Operator. <laughs> because most of it was just, I'm a doctor, don't question me what I'm doing! I know how to do it, get away from me! <laughs> do that for two hours. And, you know, and my voice was like shredded, bloody mass. I actually just got kind of excited because I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Dr. Grossman. I've heard it yeah. many, many times. Yeah. And I actually hated it. Oh, of course. I hate you. I just yeah. want you to know that. <laughs> well, he's a very hateful person. He's right. I mean, he is a doctor, for heaven's sakes. Uh, a slicer. Anyway, a splicer. Splicer. Oh, sorry. So anyway, uh, I don't know what you were asking me or what we were talking about, but... Just ask what you've been up to. Uh, I mean, I did a, you know, a search, you know, beforehand to see if uh, I saw anything. I saw you completed something called the circuit recently. No, I didn't. Well, I haven't done any completed the circuit. I did, you know, Axonar. I did the preview to Axonar, which was a, a, a prelude to Axonar, which was a wonderful piece of filmmaking. I thought, you know, and bless his heart, Richard. Richard's gone. We never got from prelude to the actual filming of Axonar, which was uh, Alec Peters' uh, dream with his mentor and best friend, Richard Hatch. And Richard, you know, passed away. Uh, and he was forever young, you know. Richard Hatch was forever a matinee item, you know. And it just, it didn't seem possible that he would be sick. Um, 
but uh, that was interesting because when I got the script to that, I said, oh, like I called him back. I said, oh, this this is a bunch of talking heads sitting around talking about a battle that nobody's ever heard of, and it didn't really happen. Uh, how can this possibly? This can't work. And, and Alex said, well. Richard, Richard thinks it can work. Richard thinks it's good. And I said, what does Richard know? <laughs> what does Richard Hatch know? <laughs> he was on, you know, Battlestar Galactica. Um, uh, and, and then I slept on it. And I said, I called back the next day. I said, you know, this could work. And when I saw the final thing, I, I was blown away. I mean, the music, the uh, CGI, the performances, he, he used all uh, union actors, you know, guys that have been the, doing the shows, and uh, it makes a huge difference. Not only did we know the craft of what we're doing, but we know the world in which we're, about which we're talking, like nobody else really does. The people that are actually on a Star Trek or in the, in the Battlestar Galactica world. And, uh, uh, this is a good background music for interviews with me. <laughs> yes. yes, I agree. <laughs> um, but anyway, that so I did that, and I, we, I've been working with Alec and trying to figure out how to get it past the, you know, and I think that now X and R will be done in some sort of abbreviated format, either two 15-minute or two half-hour uh, segments, and they're writing uh, right now and to reduce it from a two-hour film to you know to something less to be able to meet the requirements by Paramount but uh, literally this this last six months I've, been, I've spent uh, getting my daughter's applications in and getting the FAFSA the CSS profile the financial age coach information the tax reports everything Get it, getting them in to get her, and she was accepted. As I said, she's going to go to Vassar, which was her first choice, so she's she's happy. And that's a dad's major motivation: oh, yeah. make your daughter happy. You yes, know. sir. So uh, she's opening. She's playing right now. What time is it? Uh, it's four o'clock. Four o'clock. She's doing uh, uh, Little Shop of Horrors right now. At uh, her high school, it's the last show of her senior year. She's done all the shows since ninth grade, and this is her last show. And I'm missing it, um, but I saw it last night, and I saw it the night before opening night. And she's having a great uh, she's having a great time. So I just realized this is her last show, and I'm sitting here. I didn't realize that until right now. I said, well, I'll, I'll see it Friday night and Saturday night, but I have to go up to Syracuse on Sunday. But I didn't think of it being her last show in high school. There'll be more. It's okay. It's all right. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. The interview's important. No, it's good. It's Bring good. Bring it in. Bring it in. I'm so sorry. Give me a moment. Just a moment. For Clement. Thank you. A box. A box. So, tell me, talk to me. What, what, what would you like to know about 
anything else or uh, are, are we done here? No, we, we just like talking to you. You're, you're an incredibly entertaining person. Well, what can we what can we find out? Oh, well, I, I, we were talking about uh, your book earlier. Uh, I didn't know if we wanted to touch on that. Uh, well, that's a long time ago already. It's already 14 years ago. 2003 they were published. Uh, I think 2003 or 2004. Oh, um, yeah. I just wanted to tell you that I was reading it. I was you know, pretty impressed by uh, the depth of the storyline. I mean, I guess we can just chat about anything. You, you know what? Right? You know what was important for me in that book, and I and I and I don't make mean this a slam on any other Klingon authors or authors of Klingon books, but I always found them so filled with Klingon uh, references and Klingon uh, technicalities that you needed a, a concordance. You needed a you needed something to be able to understand what the hell was in that sentence. You know what what is that? Who, who, who was that? Where are they? I have no idea. So I tried to make it as much a Klingon story that was easily accessible from a human emotional context and not drowned in Klingon uh, technicalities. You have to have Michael Akuda there with you. Exactly. And, and, and Oakland. Um, but uh, I didn't want to do that, so I think I avoided that. And I, I love telling the story. Um, you know, when I there's a, carrier, a, a character in it named uh, Far, P H A R, little Ferengi. And um, in my mind's eye, it was always Nog. It was always Aaron uh, Eisenberg in that character. And I named him Far for one reason: that when he was finally done talking in a particular sequence, he could say, far out. <laughs> and that's the true story of how he got named. Um, and as I said, they wouldn't let me, uh, it's an Arthurian legend, they wouldn't, and uh, Wolf is sort of the, uh, the uh, Lancelot character, and they wouldn't let me kill uh, Wolf in the, in the books. Those bastards. <laughs> Those bastards. So I, I had to kill somebody that was very important to Martok. And I said, well, I, why don't I kill myself? Why don't I just sacrifice? They said, you can't, you can't, you can't kill off your own character. <laughs> I said, well, uh, okay, how about my wife? <laughs> Take and, my wife, and, and they said, uh, yeah, you can kill her. <laughs> I said, okay, <laughs> she's gone. So it had to be a cost because nothing happens in this life without a severe cost. And uh, that was the biggest cost I could find. That was approved. That was approved. <laughs> yeah, that was approved. Yeah, will your conscience handle this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway. So you mentioned to me in your email uh, that you talk about a lot of political stuff, too, or you're very politically engaged. Was there anything that you wanted to talk about there? Well, I I am uh, I'm on the um, I'm on the uh, uh, town board of Ulysses and uh, town council, and one of the two th two things I wanted to do when I came into office was in the late 1950s, every property on the lakeshore of our town, which is about uh, 35 square miles, um, was taken over by the Ithaca school system, which is about 10 miles south of us. 
we have our own school system, Trumansburg School System. Um, but they, the thing that bothered me about that was those properties are the most expensive properties in our town. And all that school tax money goes to Ithaca instead of to Trumansburg. So Trumansburg for the past several years has been cutting back and cutting back because they don't have the tax money to support honors courses, to support the, uh, there's no orchestra, there's a, there's a band, my daughter played the viola in the band and she had to transpose uh, from the alto sax part. You know, she could, uh, they just don't have the money. It's about two and a half million dollars a year. And that's a big hunk of money for Trumansburg. It's, and you can't get that money back and uh, that was a, change the zoning laws. Well, you have to try to get the state, Albany, to rethink the distribution of all those uh, properties, about 250 properties, into Ithaca and share some of that. Anyway, that was one thing I wanted to do, try to get the money back for our school system. Didn't I haven't been able to do it. The second thing was to uh, find a second source of water for, in the 80s, ExxonMobil had a terrible toxic spill in Ulysses and it killed a little town called Jacksonville, basically. Because the, the soil was filled with toluamine and benzene and, and uh, other chemicals that are, you cannot clean out of the, out of the soil because they're so deep. So people can't have water wells there. So they had to bring water in all the way from Ithaca, which comes all the way from Bolton Point, all the way down the lake, through every pipe in Ithaca, and then back up the other side of the lake. So I said, why are we, and we're dealing with a thing called trihalomethanes. It's a, it's a, a byproduct deterioration uh, poison that's created in water when it's, when it's got chlorine in it and it sits and rots. Um, being not used. So anyway, I wanted to fix that problem, and I haven't been able to do that either. So I failed on two major accounts in the uh, in my in my town because I haven't had enough power to convince everybody to do things my way. It is not like being Klingon Chancellor at all. <laughs> in which case, I could just order it done. But uh, now, no, I have to get everybody else to vote with me. Start telling your detractors. Well, they fill them up. They they replace them with other detractors. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, but in, in in local politics, and I mean in in national politics, yeah, I'd like to become. Uh, I'd like to have some sort of uh, help, some sort of resistance. Uh, there's a. I won't go into. It, but yes. Uh, I'm sort of a Democrat. I'm registered Democrat, but uh, but I think I'm going to be independent soon. And uh, I'm thinking of uh, starting a new party, which I also can't announce yet. But it's going to be. Ba I mean, the only reason anybody would even consider me for anything is because of Star Trek. Other nobody no nobody in this part of the country knows who I am or why. You know why I'm on here. It's all because of Gene Roddenberry creating a TV show 50 years ago that gave me as an actor a chance for some national tiny bit of modicum of celebrity. And so people voted for a Klingon for the town council. And every news story you can find on Google basically puts it like that. Right. I was going to ask you if, you if you thought that was cute or if it was a little irritating that that pervaded every story about that. Well, no, I don't. I, don't, I mean... Everybody, 
if I didn't have recognition of my name because of Star Trek, I would have to spend millions of dollars to try to get my name out there in front of people. And that's why there's so much money in politics. People have to get people to recognize their name because recognition is kind of the ball game. And, um, and uh, uh, you know, Trump spoke about this. He said, everybody knows who I am. Everybody knows I'm Trump. Nobody, you know, I could shoot a guy in the middle of Fifth Avenue and nobody would care because I'm Trump, you know? And uh, uh, so I, I, as a means to an end, I think it's fine because there's nothing more wholesome in this on television uh, for the good of mankind as Star Trek. And, and uh, I'm very proud of that. So I was part of that when I was doing it. And um, if it earned me some sort of uh, following because of its Star Trek nature, I'm all for it. I'm very thankful for it. Uh, and if I can use it to go a little further, I will. Um, if I were to run for something, there would, it would all start up again. Oh, yeah, well, he had this... It's like, uh, it's too bad that it's 15, 16, 18 years ago already. Um, and so maybe I waited too long. But, um, but it, 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 I, Klingons, it's, it's like Muhammad Ali was, I think, was it Muhammad Ali who once said he was, he was as famous as Jesus? Yeah, it was. But, well, Kling, the word Klingon, I think, is in every language as Klingon. You know, if there's no translation for it. Um, so, the Klingons as a concept uh, is worldwide. And so, it's still in the room here. See Kevin Conrad. There's a comic that was left there. Oh. And uh -oh. something as he was going to uh, sign. No. I, I'm just pausing for this announcement. Somebody lost their uh, comic. Uh, Deekpod, spelled with backwards E's. Well, as we still find things down here. Oh, the threes. Oh. G33KPOD. Yeah, but isn't it Deek? Yes. It is Geek. But they're backward E's. Yeah, you take uh, the E on your phone keyboard and you push it too long, it turns into a three. It does not. <laughs> He's lying to me. You know what the, the story... Even thinks Klingon's not smart. Yeah, the story behind that is that GeekPod, spelled with actual E's, is a domain that has been registered and owned by somebody for years and never used. Really? It's just sitting there really? doing nothing. Wow. Since 2012? Yeah. Yeah, and so we're like... I mean, people do that. They just sit on websites, and we're like, you know what? We're going to change it up. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't, who doesn't know this? I mean, this is probably universal as well. See? Turns into a three. What, what, what does E? D. Come on, come on, keep that's up with That's a T. Here. What? That's an E, you're killing me. What kind of keyboard do you have here? That's the smart keyboard. <laughs> I have no idea, but it's entertaining. Well, it is E. Told you. You never listen to me. Oh, it's, you know, he's speaking to Nick, Nick, but he's wearing a webcam Nick shirt. He stole that. Is that right? Yeah. You better give that back to webcam. He eventually turned into a three. Okay, I'm stunned. That's, 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 that's new information. Touch my E. Go ahead. 
No, I'm not gonna. I'm not, I'm not gonna come near your E. Wow. Yeah. Give me that ten you know, foot pole over there. I'm starting to think that you don't think this relationship we have is, is worth it. I think it's a beautiful relationship. Okay. You know, you know something. Lay it on me, big guy. I think, you know, so what, was, what was the guy's name in, in, uh, in Casablanca? Uh, uh, Claude Rain's name, character. Inspector, was it just Inspector? You know something, Inspector? I think this is a, a sign of a beautiful relationship. <laughs> yeah. I love Casablanca. In fact, we were talking, my daughter, we, we were talking last night. They said, yeah, it's a, not about Casablanca. I said, great movies are Dr. Zhivago, uh, Lords of Arabia, and the Blues Brothers. <laughs> Those are the three greatest movies ever made. I got a, we, let's see, we got a, we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, pack of cigarettes and miles to 300 go. miles to go, it's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it! Shit, what? Cop? No, yeah, shit. What? So it said, Captain, you know something, Captain? I think this is the start of a beautiful relationship. Yeah. He was great. Shocked. There's gambling in this institution. I'm shocked. Shocked. You hear me? Here's your, here's your winnings, Captain. Oh, thank you. <laughs> anyway. Thanks for that education. Is this a decal? Yes, it is. Oh, excellent. Can I uh, put this on? Please do. Yeah, and, and, and watching it. The threes. If, I, if yeah. you put my finger against those threes, they turn into. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's actually become a thing, a catchphrase. So, you know, it's kind of worked out for us. We're uh, we're good friends with uh, Cloud City Comics. They help us. They help. He's helped us out a lot. Yeah. And every time we're there, it's always the three three and the CC because it's our three threes in Cloud City comics so it works where, where are you guys from originally right here, right here. Syracuse Syracuse see you weren't Jim Brown was way before your time but he was in my time I was I wasn't around here then but Jim Brown you know no, people think you know who Jim, Jim Brown is I don't. He, he, he was a famous football player. Jim Brown was the greatest halfback that ever carried the ball or maybe he was a fullback they did different things back then but Played for Syracuse. He was, he was a famous Syracuse grad, and Floyd Little was another one later on. Um, now you can't have that discussion without bringing up Ernie Davis either. Said so you can't have the SU discussion without bringing up Ernie Davis. Either. Oh, Ernie Davis, yeah, baby, yeah, absolutely, Ernie Davis. Now you see, the reason I didn't know the Jim Brown or any of the sports questions is because I grew up a Star Trek fan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't a Star Trek. I wasn't. It was. Let me see, it started in 66, so I was 16. Um, and I didn't really watch, because I was I played football back then. I played high school football, I went out of college and played, I was an outside linebacker, which was the main preparatory stage of my life for a Klingon. All Klingon, it's a race of linebackers, basically. Run at them and hit them. That's right. Stop them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you play as a linebacker, you play with a slight, almost barely uncontrolled 
frenzy. Um, it's not a slow thinking position. It is a slightly, almost uncontrolled frenzy. And that's what Klingons operate. Almost just barely controlled frenzy that can break out at any moment, you know? So. I'll accept that. That's what I believe. That might be the best description of Klingons I've ever heard. Football, football with a disruptor. Okay. I was going to say, the, the, <laughs> the football analogy was lost on you. Yeah. But. Or yeah. Full, uh, yeah, not full contact, but full weaponized football. See, yeah. now I understand but, football. There you thanks go. Thanks to that. <laughs> anyway. So football is a dumbed-down version of Klingon society. Yeah, and, but you know, I understand that. Uh, I, I was in a rock and roll band back in those days, 66 to 67, 68. And then I went to college, and um, we had a band from 65 to 68. And um, one of my best, the guy who was my best friend in high school was our lead singer, Mike, uh, Mike Tubner. And he is down in Houston. When I did a convention down in Houston a couple of years ago, I called, I got into, I haven't talked to him in 45 years. 45 years. And I called him and I said, can we get together? And he said, sure, I'll come where are you staying? So, and we had a little bit of a reunion, but he was, it was a, it was a great band. I have never had more fun in my life than being in a rock and roll band. And I've tried to recreate it. Bob and I, Bob O'Reilly, Galron, have had a group called the Garage Brothers from another planet. <laughs> and we pick up uh, a lead guitar wherever we play and um, a drummer. And uh, Bob and I are in the band and we got a great singer. And he told us of a life. Why am I hearing this song? Is it, is it playing somewhere? I thought it was all in my head. What song? <laughs> Guys, what is he talking about? <laughs> um, Anyway, the Garage from the Garage Brothers from another planet. I wanted, we, we played we played London, played Vegas, played New York, um, a few other places, and uh, mostly at Creation Cons. And uh, we couldn't. Uh, I, it was just so much work to keep everybody because I had to pick up new people everywhere we played, and um, so I'm better for a while. But as a tribute to Chuck Berry, we did a couple of Chuck Berry songs, the greatest garage music ever written. You know, it's only three chords all the time. Um, but, uh, so we're, I'm going to try to get it together for Vegas and play in the uh, Voodoo Lounge again, uh, if I can do that. But the girl singer, Nikki, well, her maiden name was Nikki Padberg, but while we were in a band, she got married to uh, Monkdale, so was, her name's Nikki Monkdale, but Nicole uh, Monkdale. She does the best Janice shop that I've ever heard in my life. And I've been around a long time, guys. I've heard a lot of people try and fail. She is incredible. So that's another. We do uh, Joan Jett. We do... Um, we did uh, Big Brother and the Holy Company, a couple of songs, uh, and a lot of uh, Chuck Berry, The Kinks. Um, we didn't do any stones. That's odd. We did The Trash Man with... Uh, it's either The Trash Man or The Trogs. Wow thing! You make my heart! 
sing. Drugs? Yeah. Yeah, except every time I hear that, I think of the Sam Kinison version. I can't help it. <laughs> Sam Kinison is so funny. Yeah, absolutely. Sam Kinison. Bless him. Anyway, I think our work is done here. Yeah, I think we this has been great. Did we talk about anything that you actually wanted to talk about? Well, you know, it doesn't matter. That's good, then. Yeah. <laughs> We've done our job. It's a sign of a good conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'll have Paul bring us out. Thank you very much for sitting down with us. James Thanks, guys. It's a, it's a, it was a hell of a good time for me, too. I appreciate it. Good. Good. See, thank you, man. Thanks, Talk to you, man. And megabyte me, bitches. Then we are back in for the final time from Syracon March 2017 edition. We need to come up with a better way to uh, kind of talk about this and say right. the name. And do we want to do take two then? No, fuck it. That was kind of where I was going to go with it. I was going to come back in with, hey, fuckers. Oh, hey, okay, if you want to, go for it. I wasn't going to stop recording. I was just going to be like, all right, take two. So, nice. yeah, we, uh, we just got done talking to, to Gigi Herzler, and we're wrapping up here. Uh, so any thoughts on the convention, guys? Anything you want to talk about? <laughs> or uh, would you like to slap the microphone around a little bit? Sure, I got that. Not a problem. Oh! That slapped Andrew. Sorry. That's saying that's did, out of the question. Did she not realize I asked her a question? No, she's busy. I said yes, and I did it. No, the first question was any thoughts. Oh, on the yeah. No, sorry, I got slapping. I got slap happy. I can't slap happy, happy you're lost. Sorry. I, um, I have loved watching you guys geeking. It just makes me so happy that you do that. I just love it. I'm sorry. We, we can't Aww. reference on Mike what she's talking about, though. What just happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can't reference that. Oh, I don't know. We can't reference it? Are you sure you can't reference that? We would probably need to ask his permission for it, but fuck it. He's probably not going to listen anyway. Well, uh, no, no, no. I, I, I'm geeking out just because J.G. Uh, uh, Hertzler uh, took an awesome picture. Earlier today, he walked up and he took a picture of us. And the look on my face was like, you guys were hamming it up for the camera. I was in shock that he was taking a picture of us. Well, he happened to show us the picture, and uh, he, he was trying to figure out how to get it to me, so he just texted it to me. So Repeat that again for the mics, just to do it. He texted the picture to me. Which means you got a personal text message from J.G. Herzler. That's pretty cool. Yeah, even though I was right there for it, you know, but uh, it, that's, that's awesome. Let the he drug texting begin. Yes, right? yes. He my phone number. <laughs> yes. I said, let the drug texting begin. No. <laughs> it's just cool, that's all. And that's he doesn't text, he makes phone calls. That was once while we were out of town, bar hopping. And there was a debate going on that you needed her. Yes, my yes. expertise were needed. Yes, one time. Expertise were needed. My expertise were needed. Do you need English, bro? Bite me. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, so. I'm, I'm extremely distracted because they're fucking playing Humbop. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Does that happen to you every time the song comes on? Yes, because it sends me into a nerd rage. I hate this. So yeah, I'm geek because I've got Herschel's number in my phone now. So. <laughs> I geek because I love watching you guys geek. It makes me happy. Thank you, Andrew. Um, well, one of my biggest, uh, I can't say, uh, um, yeah, I can't say that because I can't remember the freaking word that I was thinking about. Do you have an English bro? Uh, I, on occasion. I, I've been a huge Frazetta fan. Frazetta <laughs> I'm a Frazetta fan. Because you like titties and dragons. I like titties and dragons. And, you know, guys with swords killing critters and stuff. And, you know, we had a 
an in-depth interview with uh, David, and it was just amazing, all the uh, Frazetta stuff that came out. I was like, whoa, I know this guy, you know, and it's just amazing. I, you know, I totally fangirled. All over Kevin the place. Yes, we did we talk about that? Yeah. Yes. Oh, we wanted to say hi to him, too. Uh, I think we're running out of opportunity for that now, yeah. unless we close out really quickly now and go talk to him. Yeah, we can, yeah, we should definitely close out and say hi. All right. So, on that note... Mega bite me, bitches. Then we are back in for the final time from Syracon March 2017 edition. We need to come up with a better way to uh, kind of talk about those and say right. the name. And do you want to do take two then? No, fuck it. That is kind of where I was going to go with it. I was going to come back in with, hey, fuckers. Oh, hey, okay, if you watch it, go for it. I wasn't going to stop recording. I was just going to be like, all right, take two. So, yeah, we, uh, we just got done talking to, to Gigi Hertzler, and we're wrapping up here. Uh, so any thoughts on the convention, guys? Anything you want to talk about? Or uh, would you like to slap the microphone around a little bit? Sure, I got that. Not a problem. Oh! That slapped Andrew. Sorry. That's saying that's Did, did she not realize I asked her a question? No, she's busy. I said yes, and I did it. No, the first question was any thoughts. Oh, on the yeah. Convention. No, sorry, I got slapping. I got slap happy. I can't slap happy. You're lost. Sorry. I um, I have loved watching you guys geeking. It just makes me so happy that you do that. I just love it. I'm sorry. We we can't Aww. reference on Mike what she's talking about though. What just happened? Oh yeah. Yeah, we can't reference that. Oh, I don't. We can't reference it. Are you sure you can't reference that? We would probably need to ask his permission for it, but fuck it. He's probably not going to listen anyway. Well, but. no, no, no. I, I, I'm geeking out just because J.G. Uh, uh, Hertzler uh, took an awesome picture. Earlier today, he walked up and he took a picture of us. And the look on my face was like, you guys were hamming it up for the camera. I was in shock that he was taking a picture of us. Well, he happened to show us the picture, and uh, he, he was trying to figure out how to get it to me, so he just texted it to me. So Repeat that again for the mics, just to do it. He texted the picture to me. Which means you got a personal text message from J.G. Hersley. That's pretty cool. Even though I was right there for it, you know, but uh, it, that's, that's awesome. Let the he drunk texting begin. Yes, right? yes. That's my phone number. <laughs> yes. I said, let the drunk texting begin. No. <laughs> it's just cool, that's all. And that's he doesn't text, he makes phone calls. That was once while we were out of town, bar hopping. And there was a debate going on that you needed her. Yes, my yes. expertise were needed. Yes, one time. Expertise were needed. My expertise were needed. Do you need English, bro? Fight me. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, so. I'm, I'm extremely distracted because they're fucking playing Hoombop. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Does that happen to you every time the song comes on? Yes, because it sends me into a nerd rage. I hate this. So yeah, I'm geek because I've got Hersler's number in my phone now. So. <laughs> I'm geek because I love watching you guys geek. It makes me happy. How about you, Andrew? Um, well, one of my biggest, uh, I can't say, uh, um, yeah, I can't say that because I can't remember the freaking word that I was thinking about. It. Do you have an English bro? Uh, I, on occasion. I, I've been a huge Frazetta fra- fan. Frazetta I'm a Frazetta fan. Because you like titties and dragons. I like titties and dragons. And, you know, guys with swords killing critters and stuff. And, you know, we had a, an in-depth interview with uh, David, and it was just amazing, all the uh, Frazetta stuff that came out. I 
was like, whoa, I know this guy, you know, and it's just amazing. I, you know, I totally fangirl. All over the place. Yes, I think we talked about that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, we wanted to say hi to him, too. I think we're running out of opportunity for that now. Yeah. Unless we close out really quickly now and go talk to him. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we should definitely close out and say hi. All right. So on that note, mega baby bitches.